You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom uh, This is Shuvah Zapoyskim, and we have a tremendous host to have with us, uh, Rabbi Avivutz from Palo Alto, California, uh, the Rav of HaMechod uh, in San Jose, a, uh, a very well-known Masadar Gitan, Shkoyal, of the J- of JSN, uh, Amoyo, uh, and uh, a, a Bucky in, in, th- in those areas, and also Machaber of a Sefer that I have a, a tremendous Chavivas uh, for, especially since it has Laskoma of Rafnota Tzvi Greenbud, Tzichatarak Rocha, that I and Avi share a, a connection with. Uh, that's the Sefer Nasiach Bechukelcha. Avi took basically a cold call from me uh, to be part of this Chuvas of Paiskim. Uh, format, uh, something which I think is very fascinating. And uh, Rabavi, I'm going to let you uh, have the mic now and uh, please enlighten us and give us some of these uh, uh, the, the mahalach here in Psak. Okay, thank you very much. I really appreciate you inviting me to, to share some, uh, to, to give a share and, and uh, uh, share some thoughts on the mitzvah of Pidyan Aven. The reason I chose Pidyan Aven is really because it was in last week's Parsha. Um, before I get to the to, to the main topic that I want to speak about, I want to speak about kind of a, a smaller topic about Pidyon Aven. Something that came up here recently. We, ha- I'm a Moel, so I deal with I deal with, with with young families. This happens to be someone also also is in my shul. The baby, the first baby, they needed a Pidyon Aven. A day or two before the Pidyon Aven, they called and and they said that um, yes, the baby needs a Pidyon Aven, but we realized that the father. Um, also never had opinion of that. Not only did the baby not have opinion of that, uh, the father, you know, the baby will be day 31, but the father never had opinion of that. So it, it was all last minute. The way we ended up doing the opinion of that for the baby, uh, bought, bought back the coins from the Kohen, and then and then did opinion of that for, for himself. That, that, that's the way it was done. Happened to be his father was there also. And his father really should have been the one still to do the Pidyan Aben. And Mechaskinuch says that the mitzvah al ha'av to do Pidyan Aben doesn't disappear when you become a gadol. It's still there. There's still a mitzvah on the, on the father to Pidyan Aben, but I don't think the father wanted to spend the money. So anyway, this guy um, did a Pidyan Aben for his son, and then he did a Pidyan Aben for himself. And only afterwards did I start thinking, you know, was that correct? Was it done properly? And the, is the order proper? Is the order correct? In other words, you need you have two people in front of you who need opinion aben. Who lift those? Who bunol lift those? Now we all know the Gemara. The Gemara it's a Mishnah, really. It's a Mishnah. The Gemara quotes it in Kedushin as a brisa for some strange reason, but really it's a Mishnah Bechoros that says, "Who lift those? Who bunol lift those? Who code them? Lift no." And and uh, Rabbi Yehuda argues that bunol code mo machlokas tanoim. But the Gemara makes it very clear that the machlokas over there about kodem has nothing to do with first, second, third. The machlokas over there is. Who gets priority in this mitzvah? The Gemara says, everyone agrees that there's only chamesh slayim, if there's only five slayim, so then you use the chamesh slam to, to be, he uses the chamesh slam to be poda himself because it's a mitzvah de gufe, it's mitzvah de gufe is adiv. But if there's chamesh slam that are of nechorin, chamesh meshubadim, then it gets into this whole complication of how do you how do you deal with that? Do you use the bnei chorin on the sons so that you use the meshubadim for yourself or not? Th- that ends up being the machlokas. The Gemara does not, according to this, uh, according to the way the Gemara explains that Mishnah slash Brisa, the Gemara does not understand that it's an issue of kedima in terms of what comes first, what comes second, and therefore the Gemara kind of leaves us a little bit open with that, trying to understand what's what's the din, what's the din with what comes first, what comes second. If you have the two mitzvahs 
this in front of you right now with plenty of money. And the rules don't always work the same. Let me give you an example. There's a Taisus in Masechah Shabbos on Chav Kimel Amid Beis, which discusses um, uh, the Kriya Satora that we do on Rosh Chodesh Hanukkah. So you do the, do you do the Kriya for Rosh Chodesh first, you do the Kriya for Hanukkah first. The Mail of Hanukkah is Parsumi Nisa. The Mail of Rosh Chodesh is Tadir Vashino Tadir Tadir Kodem. The Gemara comes, Tosa says that although the rule is that the Kriyas Hanukkah takes precedence over the Rosh Chodesh because of Parsume Nisa Adit, if it would be which one you're going to choose, but if it's going to be the order of things, which one you do first, which one you do second, we would still be Makdim, the Kriya of Rosh Chodesh, which we do, because of Tadir Vishenu Tadir. Tadir Kodem. In other words, that Rosh Chodesh is more common than Hanukkah. So the point is that even though Hanukkah would take would 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 um, be a preference, that that's the one you would choose if you were choosing one or the other. Because Parsume Nisa is Adif, like we see in the Gemara, it's it's, it's better than it, it, it takes precedence over almost anything. But when it comes to the order, the things don't always play out like that. So it could very well be from the Pashtas of the Gemara, the Gemara is dealing with, you have five Salayim, you have a limited amount of, of resources, which one are you going to use? And the Gemara tells you, I'll tell you which one to use. You, you know, who called him No, he comes first. Because mitzvah de gufe adiv, especially if he only has five, mitzvah de gufe adiv, and that the Gemara says everyone agrees with. But what, let's say you have a father and a son who need pidyan aben. Is there a din telling you which one comes first, which one comes second. And very surprisingly, the, it's a Mefurusha Rambam. It's a Mefurusha Rambam. It's a Mefurusha Allah and Shulchan Aruch with no comments on the Rambam and no comments on the Shulchan Aruch. There's no there's Nosekelem no on it, but it's a Mefurusha Rambam. The Rambam says like this, HaYehu liftos, ubino liftos. If he needs Pidyan Haben and his son needs Pidyan Haben, Yifte es atzmo tchila v'achakach yifte bino. The Rambam is clearly talking about a circumstance. The Rambam is, is clearly talking about a situation where you have enough money because the Rambam will c- continues afterwards and discusses the situations where you don't have enough money, where you don't have enough resources for both. But when you do have enough resources for both, the Rambam says, I'll tell you what to do. You do your own Pidyan Aben, and then you do the Pidyan Aben for your son. Clearly, the Rambam, the Shulchan Aruch, are saying that the mitzvah, the gufei adif, the mitzvah, the gufei, would make it so that you would prioritize your Pidyan Aben before you do the Pidyan Aben of your son. What would be the rationale to say the Pidyan Aben of the son comes first? Well, the rationale could be a concept of like Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita, that for the son, it's, it's, it's day 31. It's, it's a Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita. There's a Divrei Malkiel, and it has a comment in one of his two, is he doesn't think that by Pidyan Aben, we have a notion of Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita, because once the time for Pidyan Aben comes, you know, 29 days, 29 and a half days, 796, whatever it is, 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 is done with, and the, the kid is Roy Lepinyan Aben, or day 31, for the low plug, we're going to wait till day 31, Pinyan Aben, once that time comes, it doesn't matter if it's day 31 or year 31, it, 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 everyone has the same mitzvah of Pinyan Aben at that point, it's not shaita, it's not like the Yom Shemini Lemilaso, where, where that is the shaita, that's the, that's the time of the Pinyan Aben, so it comes out, that it's 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 pretty clear of um, from the Rambam from the Shulchan Aruch in, in terms of how the order of things the way things should be, uh, you know, probably the rationale is like the Gemara says because mitzvah de If I was thinking that it may also be some notion like we find in, in the Gemara Maseches Yuma, the Gemara Maseches Yuma says that when the Kohen Gadol does the vidui on on the par, he does two viduim on the par first for himself and then for and then and then for the family, the Beisar, the the family, uh, uh, the Kohanim. So it says that he has to do first the vidoy for himself and then and then the, the second vidoy on that par. Kachimidas adinos. And as the Gemara says in Yuma, 
because it's mutav yavazakai v'yechaper alachayev. First, you know, clear yourself, and then you can come and start helping others. Rather than doing it all together. So it could be that, you know, kind of first have to take care of your own pidyon haben and kind of clear yourself from this mitzvah, and then you can start worrying about the mitzvah of the son. That, that, that's just a, a, a little addition, but probably the real reason is, like the Gemara says, the same part of the Gemara, mitzvah de kupe adir. Okay, that was just that was just something that came up recently. But now I want to share with you something that was a shaila that came up. I have it uh, from Tufshin Ayindalid. In my notes, I have it from Tufshin Ayindalid, a letter that I wrote to, to Rav Nata Greenblatt uh, when this top, when this issue came up and asking what his thoughts were. So I, I presented what my thoughts were, and I'll tell you at the end what what, what he thought what he thought about this. So the, the situation was like this. The situation was there was a person who who a, a from person in the community who came to me and he said, he needs a pidyon haben. I said, you never had a pidyon haben? He said, well, when I was a baby, my father did pidyon haben. My father's not Jewish. His father wasn't Jewish. Happens to be his father ended up converting and, and uh, they made aliyah, they live in Israel and uh, they live, live happily ever after as Jews, fine. But when his father gave the money to the Kohen for his pidyon haben, his father was not, his father was not Jewish. And the shaila was, is there any... Sad that that would count as a mitzvah's pidyon. That, that would count. He gave the money to the Kohen on the, on the son's behalf. Is there any tzad to say that that would, that would count as a mitzvah's pidyon? Now, there is no question that he needs a pidyon haben. When a guy has, has relations with a bas Yisrael, um, the, the child is, is a Yisrael. The child is a Yisrael. The child, the, if, if the child is a petarach, and the child needs pidyon haben. Minchas talks about this case, and Minchas says, obviously, the father's not mitzuvah and pidyon haben. The father is a guy. So what do you do with the pidyon haben? When he's niskadel, when the, when the kid becomes older, so he'll do pidyon haben to himself. That's what the Minchas says. It's like as a, as a one-liner. He's not mefalpal in it. It's davar pasha. You need pidyon haben. As a matter of fact, even if his mother would have been a kohenes, even if his mother would have been a kohenes, he would still require pidyon aben. He would still require pidyon aben because the halacha is that if a guy is boel abas yisrael, he's mechalal her bibiaso, he's mechalal her lekohuna, so she becomes uh, she, she becomes neschalal to kohuna through the bi of a guy. That's why a, a woman who had be over the guy cannot marry a Kohen. She's Neschal Lekohuna. Once she's Neschal Lekohuna, and then she and then her Recham opens up and she produces a child, she's not a Kohenes. She's not a Kohenes having a child. She, she's a, a woman who's Neschala from, from Kuna having a child. And therefore, even if the, if the mother is a Kohenes, if the father's a guy, people sometimes don't realize it's not such a common case, but even if the mother would be a Kohenes and the father's a guy, uh, there, there would still be a mitzvah Pidyan Aben. You know, we always ask before Pidyan Aben, is your mother a Bas Kohen? Is your mother a Bas Levi? We should really be asking, is your father a guy? Because if your, father, if, if your father's a guy, then, then um, you know, so the in other words, guy, being Nisqal, Ravavi, she's worse than a Bas Levi as well now. Correct. So, so the, the Mechas explains that a Bas Levi is not Nishalala. Uh, let's say you have a Bas Levi who marries a guy. A Bas Levi is not Nishalala through Bias Nachri. A Bas Levi, she, she's not Nishalala through Bias Nachri. Her child will still be a Bas Levi and it's part of from Pidyan Aben. But uh, a Bas Kohen, who is Nishala, a Kohenes, who, who's Nishalala, the Bias guy. So she, she, her child will, will not have a status of a, of a son of a Kohenes. And therefore, um, that child would be obligated in opinion of it. That's the din. That, that, that's the din. And it's, a, it's, it's not even a pill pull about it. It's, it's a, I think it's come out, of course, in the Gemara like that also, in Bechoros. Anyway, so the, 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 the Shaila is over here. You know, 
is there any tzad to say that the pinyin haben would have worked on some level? So you could do a pinyin haben again. It's no big deal. You take, you know, buy the silver coin to give it to the give it to the kohen. The shiloh we were dealing with really is should we be doing a bracha on this pinyin haben? Should we be making a bracha? Is there any tzad that the pinyin haben that his father did as a guy worked for worked for him? So then there should be no bracha on this pinyin haben. You shouldn't you shouldn't be making a bracha on the pinyin haben if there's any tzad because the safik bracha is lahakel. So that was really the question, not whether we should redo the Pinyin Aben, presumably we should, but is there any tzad whatsoever to say that it would work to at least say Safik Brachas Lahakel and not make a bracha on this Pinyin Aben? So the first question that we need to deal with when it comes to, when it comes to, in order to kind of, uh, in, in order to kind of break this up a little bit, we need to first figure out, can anyone do Pinyin Aben for someone else? Now, you know, we know there's a halacha of a bezdin sometimes, a bezdin standing in and doing the mitzvah on behalf of whatever if the father doesn't do it. Is there such a notion? Is there such a concept? There is the Gemara, sometimes people um, kind of skip over this, but in the Gemara in Kiddushin, on Chav Testament Aleph, the Gemara goes through a hierarchy when it comes to bris A father has an obligation to bris to his son. If there's no father to bris to his son, then the bezin does bris The bezin doesn't do it, so he's chayiv to do a bris to himself when he becomes a gadol. When it comes to Pidyan Aben, on the very same page, it skips a step. It says, the father's obligated on Pinyin Aben for his son. And if the father doesn't do it, he's chayiv to Pinyin Aben for himself when he, when he becomes a gadol. The Gemara skips the stage of Bezdin. The Gemara does not mention that Bezdin has to do it. So that could be for one of two reasons, either because the Gemara is saying that Bezdin is not obligated to do it, or it's saying that Bezdin does not have to do it. They're not obligated to do it, but they could do it. Or it's saying, no, 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 there's no such thing. There's no notion of Bezdin doing it. There's no possibility of Bezdin doing it. So that's very unclear from the Gemara. The Gemara does, never mentions the idea of a Bezdin doing Pidyan Haben. So who's the Bezdin? We talk about the Bezdin. What, what's a Bezdin? The, the Gra writes at the beginning of Hilfus Mila that when we refer to a Bezdin, it's basically anyone who's there and capable of doing it. Who's a Bezdin when it comes to Bris Mila? Doing a Bris Mila for a child when the father doesn't do it. Who's the Bezdin? Anyone who has access to the baby, a moa, whatever it is, who has access to the baby, who could make sure that the bris milah gets done. That's the best. And it's a, it's a chiv that's tell us on Kali Yisrael. That's an obligation of Kali Yisrael to make sure this child has a bris milah, bismano, even if the father's not willing or not able to do it. Like the one, the one deals with cases, chavish beis asurin, the one in Yivamis. So the question is, by pinyin aben, is there such a concept? Is there such a notion of someone doing the pinyin aben instead of the father? If it's not the father and it's not the person himself, is there such a concept? Can I do Pidyan Aben for you? I mean, can I just give the money for the Kohen on your behalf? Does that work for me in Simon Shinhei, which is the Halach's opinion of Aben? The Ramah writes, that the father can't be poda shliach, which would mean, it seems to me, that uh, the Ramah says that if I, I, I have a child who needs a Pidyan Aben and I want to point someone to Shliach to give the money to the Kohen on my behalf, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Maybe if it was my money, because then he's just doing a Maisa Kof Bialma, then he's just passing on my money. But if, it, if he's going to use his money as a shliach, as an agency, he's going to be using his money to give, to give, the, the, uh, to give his money to the Kohen uh, for, for the Pidyan Aben, even though I made him a shliach, the Ramah says it's not going to work. Very difficult Ramah. This Ramah comes from a Rivash and the, the Poskim, Tashach, push it off, Yadayim, they completely push it off. It, it seems to be the Shoel's assumption in the Rivash, not necessarily with the Rivash uh, signing on to this. Very difficult Ramah, why there wouldn't be Shlicha. Shlicha Shlodan Komoso is Xeris Akasa. We learn now in the second part of Kiddushin. It works with Why wouldn't it work by Pidyan Aben? So 
let's let's you know that that Rama is very very questionable. But then the Rama says like this: the ain bezdin podinoso below av. The bezdin cannot redeem him without a father. So the Rama says two things: number one, the father can't make a shliach. The father not making a shliach is very very questionable whether the, whether that's whether that's true. But what the Rama then says is that let's say there, there is no father, so you can't be serving as a shliach of the father if the father's dead, for example, or if the father doesn't want you to be his shliach. He says, "I don't want you to be my shliach." Can someone step in in lieu of the father, not to replace the father, not to be the agent of the father, but when the father is absent, and in the father's absence or refusal, can someone step in? And do pidyon haben, to which the Rama also says, no, in bezin podinoso below ab. The bezin does not redeem him when there's no father. The Nosekelem and Shulchan Aruch um, bring down a machlokas between the Madani Melech, the Madani Melech on the Rosh, um, and the uh, and the uh, and the Shach. Really, let's let's, let's call, call it like that, and then we'll get more in detail. But basically, the the Madani Melech says there's no notion, there's no concept of a uh, of uh, of a bezdin doing pidyon haben. Let's say the father would die, and there's a child here who didn't have a pidyon haben. There's no concept. There's no notion of a bezdin doing pidyon haben, like the pashtus of the Gemara, really, because the Gemara doesn't doesn't mention it. To which the shach says, "Ain devar of and the shach doesn't think it's necessarily true. What are they arguing about? What's what's the yisod of their machlokas? There's a minchas chinuch that, that suggests like this. The minchas chinuch um, always makes things a little bit more gishmak. So he says it in the form of a question. He says, when it comes to the mitzvah of pidyon haben, do we view it as a priyaschov or do we view it as a mitzvah? Now, it's a little strange to even ask this as a question because anyone who learns mesechas bechoros. Um, you know, uh, the, the eighth parak where it deals with the mitzvah of Pidyan Haben, it becomes so clear as day that we don't view Pidyan Haben as a mitzvah that is mutelis on you as like a suffix, when it's a suffix, suffix, right? So the chumra, that's not the, that's not the system we use. That's not, those aren't the parameters we use in discussing this mitzvah. The, the system we use when it comes to the mitzvah of Pidyan Haben are priyaschov rules. You're the muchzak, suffix, all that. You don't have to pay the Pidyan Haben. So we don't say, oh, suffix the rights of the Chumrah, maybe you're obligated in Pinyin Aben, and, and therefore you have to pay the Pinyin Aben. Those are not the rules that we use when it, when it comes to when it comes to Pinyin Aben or, or uh, suffix Pinyin Petach Hamar. Those are not the rules that we use. We use the rules of Hamotzi Mechavero, Allah Haraya. That's, that, that's the rule. Um, it's, it's basically Dine Mominus rules. It's not Dine Mitzvah rules. But anyway, the Mechaschinuch raises this as a question. He says, when it comes to a child, how do we view it? Do we view the Pidyan Aben to be more like a Priyaschov? Now, there is a rule. Let's say a child has a debt. How does a child have a debt? Let's say a child has a debt, whatever, whatever it is. A child does not inherit debt, but you could technically have a debt that he inherits on assets. A child doesn't inherit personal debt, but he can inherit assets that, ha- that have a, a lien on it. So let's say there's a debt on a child. The Gemara says you can't collect a debt from a child. Uh, that priyas bachov mitzvah yasmi lavene may have a mitzvah in who will come up in Ksubas also. That, that, that there's no such thing as paying uh, debts. Uh, children are not obligated to pay debts. You, you have no, and you have no shiba nechasim 
if there's no obligation on the person first, that the nechassin are considered an arev for the person. Uh, they're considered to be an arev for the person. So if the person is not obligated to pay, you can't, you, you don't have a shiva on the nechassin either. So the point is, that if you have a debt on a child, can you collect the debt? No, you can't collect the debt from a child. But let's say the child would decide, you know what, I'm going to pay the debt anyway. I don't have to deal with this when I become a gadol. I'll just, I'll just pay the debt right now. Mechaskin says it's Dover Pasha that it works. In other words, if the child pays the debt as a child, it's a it's a priya, it, it, it works. He's, he's Pater from that debt. Whereas if we view it as Pidyan Aben as a mitzvah, not as a debt, but as a mitzvah, by Itim Chalam, Itim Shota, you gotta you gotta eat matzah again. You know, if you do did the mitzvah in a situation where you're allowed bar chiyuba, you can't be yotzi your mitzvah like that. So you'd have to do it again. So if the child would pay his five salam to the kohen as a child, and we're viewing it as a mitzvah, it may have accomplished absolutely nothing because it's not a debt; it's a mitzvah, and you can't do mitzvahs when you're not, not a bar chiyuba. When you're allowed bar das and not a bar chiyuba, you can't you can't be doing mitzvahs. So the minchas the, the minchas suggests this may be the machlokus between the. Uh, Madani Melech and the Shach. Madani Melech holds that it's not Shaykh for a child to, f- to fulfill the mitzvah of Pidin Aben by someone else paying the debt for him, call it a Bezdin, call it whatever you want to call that person. It's not Shaykh for, for, uh, to fulfill the mitzvah of Pidin Aben. Why? Because he's going to hold that it's a mitzvah and a child is not obligated to mitzvahs. The mitzvah doesn't count for him. There are certain exceptions to, to this that we find by Carbon Pesach and and uh, other things celebrate Sabbath, whether celebrate Sabbath Daraisa. But in general, the, the general principle is that when a child does a mitzvah, the mitzvah doesn't count, and therefore the child uh, g- giving the money for Pidyan Aben would not work. That's that's going to be the shita of the Madane Melech. The Shach is going to disagree. The Shach says, Ain't the of Mokhrach. And the Shach is going to say, We view it as a Priyaschov. We, we always view Pidyan Aben as a Priyaschov, like we explained before. It's always considered a Priyaschov. So if it's always considered a Priyaschov, Lagabe rules of Suffolk, here too, it's a Priyaschov. A child pays the Chov, it, it's done. The mitzvah is fulfilled, uh, the mitzvah is accomplished. Whether he, uh, how much schar he gets, that's not our deal on how much schar he gets. But the mitzvah is done. The mitzvah does not have to be ha- have to be taken care of again. The mitzvah is done. That's how the Michas wants to explain the machlokas between the Smadani Melech and and the Shach. Now, um, all the Achronim weigh in on this. The Taz weighs in on this. Also, the Taz doesn't quite agree with the Madani Melech. Um, they they all quote a sefer Tzeda Laderech. They all quote the sefer Tzeda Laderech, which is a a commentary on on Rashi. It's, it's in those Chumashim that have all the uh, you know the all the Pirushim on Rashi. It's an early commentary on Rashi. This Seid al and apparently he he discusses this in 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 Parshas Bo, and he says that he he's the one who really makes the suggestion that even in the absence of the father, the Bezdin is able to step in and do the Pidyan Haben by being mezakeh the money to the Kohen is what he says. He's mezakeh the money to the Kohen. And he's able to 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 um, uh, to, to do the pinyon aben. You know, the, the the Taz brings this opinion. The Taz himself doesn't think that that's correct. The Taz is somewhat again. So the Tzedakah is going to say a bezin could do pinyon aben. The Madani Melech is going to say absolutely not. There's no such thing as 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 achieving pinyon aben as a child unless it's the father doing it who has his own mitzvah to do pinyon aben. So the, the two extremes. The Taz falls somewhere in the middle. The Taz basically says. I think that the notion of uh, of the Bezdin stepping in and doing Pidyan Aben is a possibility, but the issue is like this, that to, to we allow Zechia for a child. You know, people uh, assume um, that if there's no, if there's no Shlichos for a child, 
you can't be zocha something for a child. It's just not true. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a and You could be zocha for a child. The question is why and how. But zechia works for a child. Okay. You know, uh, the, the, the Gemara in Ksubis and Dafiralif, that's all based on Zachin Ladam Shalabafana for a child. So there is a Chia for a child. So the the the, the is going to say you could do Pinyin as, as a Chus for the child. The Madani Melech would say absolutely not. The Taz is somewhere in the middle. He says, in theory, it's true. You could be Zoch has something for a child. In theory, that's true. But in practice, it's not, it's not going to be true because. The Taz understands that um, the only time you could be Zoha for a child is if it's an absolute Zuchus. There's no Tzad Chov at all, no Tzad Chov whatsoever. That's, a, that's the opinion of the Taz. Uh, when it comes to Pidyan Aben, he thinks there's a, a Tzad Chov. There's a Tzad Chov involved in, in the mitzvah of Pidyan Aben. Why? Because if you do the mitzvah now, for the child, you take away the opportunity for him to do the mitzvah as an adult. It's a, it's a, it's a one-time mitzvah. It's not a mitzvah that could be done uh, many, many times, you know, similar to like why Avram Avinu didn't do a bris milah, because if he did it when, as an enum mitzvah viyosa, he's not going to be able to do it as a mitzvah viyosa. So the point is, if you, if you do the mitzvah now, um, he's not going to be able to, he, he's not going to do the mitzvah himself. So you're kind of taking away his opportunity. It's like it, it's like what the Gemara the, the Hulan talks about. You have to pay someone if you steal the mitzvahs. So you're like stealing the mitzvah for the child. So that, that aspect of doing the pidyon aben is a hope for the child because you're not and you're not going to be you're not going to be allowing him to to do the mitzvah himself when he becomes a gadol. So the Taz says, in theory, the bezdin should be able to step in and do pidyon aben for the child if it would be a complete zechus. But the, the, the Taz holds it's not a complete zechus. So we don't allow the bezdin to step in and do pidyon aben for the child. Now the shach, the, the shach argue, the shach says, the, the shach basically pushes off the madani melech, and the shach does think that a bez, the shach goes much more along the lines of the tzeid aladerech and thinks that a, a, a pidyon aben can be done by the bezdin. A bezdin could step in and do pidyon aben for the child. The shach in shulchan aruch is not particularly long. But Nekudza Kesev goes on and on and on. Uh, you know, his, his, he makes a few points. We're not going to go through all his, all his points, obviously, but he makes a few points. First of all, he says that Zechia for a child works even if there's a Miktas Chov. He doesn't think that this idea of, uh, of there's a Miktas Chov, you can't be Zach. And there's always an element of, uh, you know, 90% Zechus, 10% Chov. That's good enough. That's considered to be a Zechus. You could be Zoch for, for a child in those circumstances, particularly when it comes to a best. And one of the main things that the Nekudza Kesev goes on about is that a bezdin is not just an individual. A bezdin is an entity that can step in and do things even when other people can't. Um, and that's why they could be matbilanosal das bezdin by a ger katan. They could step in. It's like a different musug. It's a whole different. It's a whole different level of uh, of zechia when it's when it's done by a bezdin. So the, the taz, uh, sorry, the, the nekuza kesef basically says that zechia for a katan works number one, even if it's a little bit of a of a zechus. Secondly, this the taz says that he's going to lose the the opportunity to do the mitzvah when he becomes a, a gadol, um, and that creates a mitzvah chov. He says, that, what are you talking about? And the says, what are you talking about? The, the, the way this would work, and this is a very important point, the way this would work is, is you're not serving as an agent of the child to do pidyon ben for him. The way this zechia would work is that you're, you're going to be zocha the money for the child, and then give it to the Kohen so that it's the child's money that's going to the Kohen. Very important point. See, the way that Seyyid Al-Adarach says it is like, you're mezaka, um, the, the money to the Kohen. It sounds like I'm using my money and I'm giving it to the Kohen. 
there's an, the way that the Kudzakesef says it, it's a little bit more nuanced. He says, I, I'm Izaka the money for the child. Now the money belongs to the child. Once the money belongs to the child, now the money is given to the Kohen. Ah, so the money of the child is being given to the Kohen. So then the child is doing the mitzvah, picking up You're not making the child lose anything. <laughs> There's no mixas chov here. Even the, the, there's not there's no element of chov. There's no aspect of chov. The child, the same person who would be doing the mitzvah when the child is 15, 13 years old, 15, 20 years old, that's the one who's doing the mitzvah when the child is 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 a baby and when he's when he's thirty one days old. It's the child doing the mitzvah. So you're not taking any mitzvahs away from the child. So that, that's a that's a very important point. So. The Nukutzakesev concludes that the, the mitzvah is certainly able to be done by the Bezdin, although the Gemara leaves it out. That's saying the Gemara, that, that the Bezdin is not obligated to step in. It's not like Brismila where they have an obligation. The Nukutzakesev says, Avol hachak shabezdin podin when they redeem the child, harehin mezakin hamaos lekatan, they're mezakin the money to the child, dezakin ladam shalabafana, now it's the child's money, v'imkain harehin podin they're going to be using the child's money to be po to him. So what what do we uh, so so what do we have over here? What we have over here is um, all, all these all these different opinions. We have the opinion of the Madani Melech that says no such thing as someone stepping into an opinion of it. We have the Tzedel Darev says yes, there is. We have the Taz in the middle who says it's got to be a complete zechus, and if it's being done for a child and it's not a complete zechus because he's not going to be able to do the mitzvah when he becomes an adult. The Nikud Zakesev pushes off that taz and says it's a complete zechus, and even if it wouldn't be a, a complete zechus, the bezin would be able to do it. So Nikud Zakesev is is uh, allows it to be done. Um, this, this, Ravari, isn't it? I mean, Ravavi, isn't it the um, you know the 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 taz kept on stressing the fact that when he gets older, he has a he has a kiyama mitzvah and a schara mitzvah, right? Isn't that part of the reason? Why you have to pay when someone takes your mitzvah away, even though right you have if mitzvah shibagufa and you also have right. Um, so even though you're saying that we're mezaka to the cotton and the cotton it's the cotton's money that somehow we use an agent to allow the cotton to have violence that he can be paid there, but the the shame kiyam my mitzvah is not there. This seems to go back to the clear of the minchasinuch whether pidyon aben uh, has that shame kiyam my mitzvah no. Yeah, I hear your point, and certainly um, there's, there's definitely that would certainly be the Taz's logic that you know that that the money belonging to the child may not be good enough um, uh, to be considered as if the child is doing the mitzvah since he's still a katan. But the, the Nakutza Kesef apparently is not concerned for that. That to consider it to be a chov, to consider it to be a chov when the, so, someone's doing this mitzvah on behalf of the child uh, be, because they're taking away the mitzvah from the child. You know how much kiyum mitzvahs, how much skar Hashem gives. I don't think we have an understanding of that. But to consider it a chov for the child to lose out on this mitzvah, he's not losing out on the mitzvah. It's him doing the mitzvah. You're and you're you're enabling him to do the mitzvah. It's it's like when the bezin does the mitzvah bris milah on the child. We don't say, oh, you're taking away the bris, the mitzvah of bris milah for the child. No, it's con- still considered as a chus for the child. Okay, there it's it's, it's incumbent upon the bezin. Yeah, and, and, but still, and, 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 it, but but still, there's you know, a chus not to be an oral, right? There's a right, right, exactly. So so the 
same idea. I don't. I think he's going to say no different. As long as the ch- here the child's money is being used towards the mitzvah, just like the child's body is being used towards the mitzvah and brisvila, the child's money is being used towards the mitzvah. It, the child is not absent from the mitzvah, and therefore he, he understands the kuzakesef understands that it would be um, it would be a bind, it, it, it would not be taking away the mitzvah from the child, and memela it wouldn't um, there wouldn't be any any mitzvah. Anyway, with all these different approaches, all these different you know. Uh, issues or, or hasagas that he has on the Taz, he ends up saying that he thinks it's Pashat that the Bezin can't step in and do this. The, the Ktosa Choshen, Choshen Mishpat, in, in Simon Reishman and Gimel, um, the, the Ktosa Choshen um, brings all the Makoros for this. He brings all, all the opinions that we just said. And he doesn't like the Shach. He doesn't like the opinion. He doesn't like the Shach. The reason he doesn't like the Shach is because, remember, the Shach requires you being Mizaka the money to the Katan. And now you got to take it away from the Katan. Well, how are you going to do that? In other words, it's like going to, into the Katan's bank account. It's like you're going to go, you're going to go into the Katan's bank account, and um, in the you'll take the money out of the Katan's bank account and give it to a coin for picking up bed. Who who says you can do? Why is that not theft? Why is that not stealing? Once you're mezaka the money to the Katan, how do you take it away from the Katan? It ha- it's a very complex thing how it's working according to the to the Nikutza Kesta. If you're mezaka the money to the Katan, and at the same moment you're taking it away from the Katan and giving it to the Kohen so that the Katan can't retain it. Then the Ksosa Hoshan says, view it in steps. The, you, you're mezaka the money to the Katan. It's now the Katan's money. Can you go into the Katan's bank account and take his money and give it to the Kohen? You can't do that. So how in the world are you going to be able to take, to take the money away from the Katan? Because of that, Ksosa Hoshan ends up saying like the Madani Melech, that so long as he's a Katan, he's not, we considered him a lav bar at all. Um, and even... Uh, um, Especially since he was like an anical of the uh, of the Tosis Right, actually, that's exactly, very good. You know, he, you, you see the nepotism, even the way that Ksosa <laughs> writes. I don't Exactly. I don't know Zikani, Madani Melech. He's of course right. You know, so so you you, you see that you see that that that's involved. So anyway, the Ksosa Khoshin is not so is not so excited about this. So the only opinion that we have that says a Bezdin could actually officiate this mitzvah on behalf of the Katan is the opinion of the Shach and the the opinion of the Shach. Now, now it gets a little bit a little bit more complicated. So now we say like this, okay. So according to the Shach, if the if a Bezdin, what's a Bezdin? I could be a Bezdin, you could be a Bezdin, anyone could be a Bezdin. Anyone who steps in to do this mitzvah on behalf of the child is, is going to qualify as a Bezdin. So the Bezdin steps in, I step in, and I do this mitzvah on behalf of the child. According to the Shach, the Pignan Aben is, is, is a binding Pignan Aben. The Pignan Aben would work. So why? Because the money belongs to the Katan. And once the money belongs to the Katan, you take that money, and the Katan's doing the mitzvah of Pignan Aben. So the question now is, can we say the same thing when the father is a guy? So if the father is a guy and the father's the one giving the money or any guy, that it's, it's irrelevant that he's a biological father. I mean, he's not a halachic father, he's a guy. So basically, can a guy step in and give money to a Kohen? According to the Shach, where I could step in and give money to the Kohen for your opinion, Aben, can a guy step in and give money for, for this child's opinion, Aben? Well, one second. If a, a, a guy is, is is stepping in and giving money for the pidyon haben, that violates. Um, a, 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 you know, you need a shlichus over here. You need a zechia over here. He has to participate in being mezakeh to the child. He has to be. He, he has to be. Uh, he, he's kind of being zocha in this money for the child and then giving it to the kohen. That's also before shalach and shochan arach from gimel sif yodalid. Akum eno zocha, a guy cannot be zocha for, for, for Yisrael. Hov eno royal shliach laolam, a guy cannot be a shliach. A guy cannot possibly repre- participate in zechia. So what we're saying is like this, that even according to the shach, 
where someone else could step in and give the money, and the shach is the only opinion who says that, nevertheless, a guy would not be able to do this because it requires being zoche in the money on behalf of the child. The guy is zoche in the money on behalf of the child and then giving it to the Kohen. He can't be zoche on behalf of the child. He's a guy. There's no zechia. There's no zechia no by a guy. So uh, I kind of, this is the letter I wrote to, to Rav Nata, and I kind of ended by saying it seems Davar uh, Pashut that it's not possible for the opinion of Ben to have been binding because the only one who would say that it could possibly be binding is the Shach. And even within the opinion of the Shach, it requires a Zechia to the Katan. A Zechia to the Katan is some level of Shlichus that we don't allow, whether it's Zechia is exactly Mitam Shlichus, Shlichus not exactly Mitam Shlichus, but it's close enough that we don't allow a guy to do it. And the, the Lashon of the Rambam is, Shachon Aruch also, Akum is not Zocha for a Yisrael because he's not, cannot be a Shliach. And therefore, the opinion of Ben is completely nothing. The money that was given was completely nothing. And now that we're going to redo the opinion of Ben, he would make a brach on the opinion of Ben. This is what I wrote to Rav Nata. I also sent this, this question to my, to my Rebbe in Yisrael, Rav Berkowitz, and he had a very, uh, very uh, insi- insightful point. And he said like this, he said, you know, there's another concept that we find uh, when, when it comes to giving money to someone on someone else's behalf. There's another concept. What's the concept? The concept is the Din Evit Kanani. We find in Mesechus Kiddush, in the beginning of Mesechus Kiddush, the Din Arev Din Evit Kanani. What's the Din Evit Kanani? Evit Kanani doesn't have any money. How does he redeem himself? Someone else gives money to the master to redeem the Evit Kanani. Oh, so, so then the Evit Kanani should be owned by that other person. He just bought the Evit Kanani. No, he's not buying the Evit Kanani. He's redeeming the Evit Kanani. That's the Din Evit Kanani. That when someone else gives money, on my behalf, I'm an Evid Kanani. Someone else gives money on my behalf, I'm redeemed. It's as if I gave the money. So there's a, there's a din, a din Evid Kanani. In other words, the fact that we see this by Evid Kanani, we apply it to other cases as well. Apply it to case of Kiddushin, case of Ribis, that when someone else gives money on my behalf, it's as if I gave the money. That's what we see from the din Evid Kanani. There's a big machlokas achronim, um, whether the din Evid Kanani is a, a din completely independent from Zechiyo Shlichus, or is it a din that kind of piggybacks and rides on, 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 the, on the coattails of Zechiyah and Shlichus? See, the Rav Chaim, the Chazan Ish, uh, you know, uh, the, the, they hold that the din Evet Kanani is only going to work in a place where there's Zechiyah and Shlichus because it's, it, it's basically using a method of that person serving as my agent, being Zocha for me, whatever. It's using me- mechanisms of zechi and shalichos. And therefore, a guy is completely excluded from the din Evid Kanani. A guy is completely excluded from the din Evid Kanani because there's no zechi and shalichos to a guy. So let's, so even though there could be a din that when that person gives the money, it's as if I gave the money, but if that person's a guy, he can't give the money on my behalf. There's no din Evid Kanani. The Ktsos HaChoshen, however, in Simen Kuf Tzadihei, other places also, the Ksos Hoshan says, Evet Kanani is a din miyuchad. Evet Kanani is a special din Torah. The din Evet Kanani is that when someone gives the money, it's as if I gave the money, and it is not at all makusher. It doesn't at all require any notions, any concept of zechia and shalichos. Even Rechaim recognizes that the din Evet Kanani is, is not zechia and shalichos. Ain't, the Rechaim's Lashon is It's really not a din of Shlichos and Zechiyah um, It's a din b'fnei atzmo The Rechaim says still that since the Iker Dino is that 
is that someone else is giving should be like my giving. It still relies on the assumptions that you're dealing with people who are the Torah, Zechia, and Shlichos, as opposed as opposed to um, someone who's completely excluded from the notions, from the concepts of Zechia and Shlichos. A guy, there's no Zechia and Shlichos by a guy. So, so that's Rav Chaim's opinion. That happens to be the Chazanish's opinion also. But Zosah Hoshin, on the other hand, and Rav Eger, also Rav Eger in, in Simon Kofsadi also goes like this in Hoshim Mishpat. Zosah Hoshin says, Evet Kanani is Xeris HaKosov. Evet Kanani is a Din Miyuchad. It's a Din B'fnei Atzmo. It has nothing to do with Sfi and Shlichus. And the Din Evet Kanani can apply by a guy. So Ritzvi Berkowitz very uh, interestingly wanted to point out that if you hold like the Shach, that someone could give the Pidyan Haben on behalf of this child, even a guy could do it. Not Midin Zechi or Shlichus, but Midin Evet Kanani. That when someone else gives uh, when someone else gives it to the Kohen, it's as if he himself gave it to the Kohen. So maybe the Din Evit Kanani would work by Pinyin Aben, that when the guy gives it to the Kohen, it's as if the child himself gave it to the Kohen in order to be able, just like the Evit Kanani is literally poed to himself with that money, this child is poed to himself with that money that was given by someone else. I thought it was very, very insightful. Um, so the point is, we're trying to find some slight w- way where maybe, maybe, maybe this Pinyin Aben was binding so that maybe now we should we should at least say Safak Brach and not make brachas. So in within the sheet of the Nakutas Akesef, and if we understand the Din Evit Kanani, like the Tosa Hoshen and Rekiva Eger, then there's there's a place to say that the Pidyan Aben was binding and was done by the father who was a guy, so that now um, the 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 Aben, when it's being redone, of course it's got to be redone because there's so many other opinions. But when it's going to be redone, it should be redone without a bracha. That's what Rav Tzvi Berkowitz wanted to suggest. When I when I sent this to uh, I sent this to Rav Nata, um, he didn't think that was correct. He he, he wrote back a few, uh, just a, a couple of lines. Rav Nata wrote back that he thinks that I, that my what I thought initially was correct. I, I think what Ritzvi said is extremely sharp, but um, Rav Nata thought that what I thought halacha that what I said originally was more correct that Yechayev b'Pikin Aben with a bracha because he says that although there may be that uh, he says uh, you know or even if there would be such a possibility of, of a din evit kanani or even a din of 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 zechia that's not this father, who is a guy, was coming as a father to do Pidyan Aben for his child. He was not being Zoha anything. He wasn't using Dinim of Evit Kanani. Obviously, he's not aware of any concepts like this. And therefore, Rav Nata wanted to say that, that since the Nachri was lo rata lahaknos lakatan, u lakinyan sarach das, bahanachri pada midin toras av that he has, like as a father, uh, which obviously he's not, um, uh, uh, ra- he didn't have any intention of being makna to the katan or any zechia to the katan. He says, who cares that he could have been, if he could have given it midin evit kanani. That's not the way he gave it. And therefore, Renato was convinced that it's not binding, uh, that, that the original pidyan aben was not binding, <clears throat> and that um, this child needs a pidyan aben the child needs a pinyin aben now, and you could do the pinyin aben with a bracha. I, I'm, I have to tell you, I'm not 100% convinced by what Rav Nata said, because when it comes to kinyanim, you don't need a biru You don't need to know, know all the ins and outs of kinyanim to, in, order to, in order to make a kinyan. You don't need to know exactly the mechanisms of how things are working. You know, the din of a kanani works even if you don't, even if you never, you know, learned all the lumdas of the din of a kanani. It's, it, it's still a din of a kanani. When a person gives money on, uh, for something in order to accomplish something, 
They don't have to know whether it's working. Midin Kenyan Kesef, Midin this, Midin that, and Khalifin and Sudar. The point is, I know when I go through these motions that this is going to be the result. That's usually the das that we require for a Kenyan, not the sophistication of knowing the details and the nuances. So over here, when this Gaisha father gave the money um, to this Kohen, he was doing it for the purpose of Pidyan Aben. How is it going to effectuate Pidyan Aben? <laughs> that Lumdis is, is he'll, have to, he'll have to convert and spend 20 years in Yeshiva to figure that out. But he doesn't have to know that. He doesn't have to understand how it's going to work for Pidyan Aben. So I, I, I'm not so convinced um, about what, 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 what Rav Nata said, but nevertheless, that's what Rav Nata held. Rav Nata held that. It sounds yeah. like, it sounds, uh, Rav Avi, the Rav Nata felt that uh, the way he understands what usually happens at a Mice Pidyan Aben, the father is saying, oh, here's my responsibility. So you're right. If it's the pshat, look, my wife says this is some sort of ceremony. No, here's some money. Okay. Uh, so therefore, you're right. It's it's more like, let, let's just get it done because this is some Jewish thing that needs to get done. Rather seems to assume that the father thought that I'm, I am like a Jewish father. I'm going to step in that father role. And therefore, what happens is with his grub kite, he squashes the possibility of it working because it's almost like he has the kavona dafka that I'm the father and this is my role as the quote-unquote Jewish father doing it, right? Very good. Yeah, I hear. I, 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 I think that that yeah. would be l'chur, what Rav Nota felt, right? Yeah. There's some father. it really depends. There's some fathers that say, look, I'm not Jewish. This is supposed to happen. They need money from me. All right, okay, good. That would be more like you're saying. So it worked. The money came. We know it was effectuating the, the din. So you could say the din evikinati could work. I think Rav Nota is being practiced the way he probably understood the das of, of these dads that he probably say that the Pidyan Aben would have worked is within the Nekutus HaKesef that those who preceded him and those who came after him, including the Ksos HaKoshen, rejected. And even within the Nekutus HaKesef, it can't be working Midin Zechir Shlichos, it would have to be working Midin Evet Kanani. If there is a notion of Evet Kanani by a guy, which is, you know, also depend on a Machlokas Achronim. So would you even call that a Suffolk Brachos Lahakel? This, you know, even 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 with all that, not so clear that that would qualify as even a suffix to make a suffix brachos lachel, and, and therefore, yeah, the pashtus would be uh, that you have to, of course, redo the pinyin aben, but it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a bracha levatala to redo the pinyin aben uh, with a bracha, especially, so, especially if you hold that bracha in this situation whenever it wouldn't be an isra daraisa anyway. So the most you're talking about, like if if this yungam you wanted to say that this fellow. Um, he wanted to make a bracha? Or was that a tzad that he... This well, is my we, we're going to do the pinyin aben. The shayla is, you know, make a bracha in pinyin aben. You make a bracha over here. So, so shachiyanu is not such a shayla. Shachiyanu is a big, you know, shachiyanu is, is something which the chayyadam is very lenient about in general. But when it comes to the bracha, of, uh, the, you know, the, the, the bracha and the pinyin aben, so could he make the bracha? Yeah, that, that, that was the question. Um, that was the question. So what happened, Lamaisa was there was no bracha. I think we made a bracha. I think we did actually do it. In other words, so you tiny, you went with you went with Rav Nata. Rav Nata, yeah, yeah. I think we did. <laughs> like yeah. I said, the worst it could be is a again. You have right. The worst could be the Rabban. Let me, yeah. let me, you know, when you have these again, I'm not so rogil. A little bit in Cheshvan Mishpat, a little bit, but you know, in Cheshvan Mishpat in the other day. But when you have such a machlek as Shach and Taz, doesn't doesn't the Achros of the Achrayim usually go with the Shach all the time? Always, you always go with the Shach. Always. Shach. Always so I'm saying, so the always right, with the Shach. So I'm saying, yeah, so but, even though you you posited, oh, it's only the Shach and Lukas Akesef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's we, the man. True. No, I'm not. I'm, 
the shach is the shach. I don't mean to say it like that. I just mean that 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 there's a, a slew of achronim, you know, both before and after against against the shach. So sachoshin goes against the shach. So yeah, the the the, the truth is, generally speaking, we do go, we do follow the shach. We follow, I mean, well, the, it's the not like it's always. not like the shach. Yeah, that, that's true. I, I'm asking to that. Yeah. So so I would say that the and especially but, but again, even within the shach. You're going to be relying on on a, a certain kind of lumdus and how it didn't uh, you know and the, the shach was never saying it me din evit kanani the shach was only saying it was only saying it me din zechi and shlicha so so when a bezdin does it for sure we would, I, I think it makes sense we pass on like the shach but all I'm saying is that right. even within the shach I don't think the shach would have said this because the shach you know this is depend on another big discussion as to whether the evit can is a the Shach never discusses whether you could apply a Din Evit Kanani to Pidyan Aben. I understand. So, yeah. When the Tekas occurred, when the Pidyan Aben occurred, the mom was there, probably there was a rabbi there. Right, yeah. So I'm saying it's possible, it wasn't just like the, the Goyish father, it was probably a whole event in the Zach, right? Or something. And therefore what? So therefore I'm saying, so even though the Goy was Mufka, the mom, I mean, it's not her money, but Apopikein, he he wants this to happen. He probably did it uh, that she wanted a pidyon aben for this. So is it possible that 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 could be that you don't necessarily need the goy? You, you have the shame bezdin based on the rabbi I mean, was there or the koyin. I don't know, think so. Uh, even when the bezdin does it, you got to follow. Someone has to pick it up. I mean, like like there's there's just like the, like the motions that have to take place, which probably didn't take place if if the father took money out of his pocket. Or his coins out of his pocket and gave it to the Kohen. You know, to be Zoka for the Katan, you got to be Zoka for the Katan. I mean, otherwise, you got you got to actually uh, have it in, in the yacht of someone who's able to be Zoka. Um, I want to thank you again for making so much time, especially on the early side out there in California. And um, and thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.